Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, awesomes. Welcome back to Sorta Awesome. I'm your host, Meg Teets, and I am so excited because we are bringing back to you all our Extra Awesome series. Now, through the years, we have done a variety of episodes, all kinds of conversations in our Extra Awesome series. They're like bonus episodes, getting to chit-chat with people about topics, especially people who are doing some awesome, amazing things in the world. And I love these little kind of bite-sized moments of awesome. Now, I will say we have not really done the Extra Awesome series since uh, back in summer 2019. Of course, that's when our youngest child, Nika, was born. And, and after that, it kind of was hard to get back into the extra awesome groove. But I am so excited. We are bringing it back to Wednesdays um, on Sorta Awesome. And I'm really thrilled about who is joining me for this kickoff of the Extra Awesome series. I'm so excited to welcome back to Sorta Awesome, Mary Carver. Hi, Mary. Hey, Meg. How are you? I am doing great. I am so excited about what we're going to talk about today. I'm just excited that you and I get to chat again. If you missed it, Mary has been on the show before. Back in December, she came and we did episode 270, Hallmark and Chill, Cozy Movies for Your Holiday Season. I loved that episode, Mary. It was so fun because, yeah, it was like, it was like a really big introduction for me to like the whole Hallmark holiday movie genre. You provided so much great information <laughs> about it. I loved it so much. And so um, you and I have been chatting, you had some fun ideas because, you know, speaking of those Hallmark holiday movies, this is something that you talk about often on your podcast. So let's stop for just a second and talk about your podcast and, and what you are usually talking about with, with your conversations with your friends over there. Sure. Well, my podcast is called The Couch, and my tagline is that it is a place where we have conversations about pop culture and why it matters. Mm -hmm. Because I think that, number one, there is nothing wrong with, as you have said, Meg, loving what you love. Yes. Yes. But I also think that sometimes, kind of as a bonus, we can find like a nugget of truth or some encouragement or even some inspiration to do our whole do something differently with our lives through books, TV shows, movies. And I love talking about that. So every week I have a friend on and we just talk about a different topic in pop culture and why it matters. So the fun part, and more often than not, we're making a list together of our favorite something. Um, 
And then we talk about why does this even matter? Why are we talking about this? How does it apply to our actual lives? So it is fun. This is that's my favorite kind of pop culture <laughs> conversation. I love all things pop culture. I used to do this on my blog a lot back in the sort of crunchy blogging days. Yes. I loved so much, like looking at the enjoyment factor of it, but then being like, but you know, under the surface, we have Mm -hmm. themes of this and that. I just, I don't know. That just makes me so happy to get to do that. And you do that every week on the couch, which is so much fun. Um, But so you and I were kind of talking about this whole concept. This is a a big um, thing that, uh, especially in different corners of pop culture, we're going to start hearing about as we're about to tumble into July. (laughs) And that's the idea of Christmas in July. Yes, yes. And of course, I know that some listeners, some of the awesomes are like, oh my gosh, do not talk to me about the holidays. I cannot handle that. It is half a year away. (laughs) But others are like, yes, yes, let's do Christmas now. (laughs) Absolutely. I do think, I wonder if the whole idea of Christmas in July came about because like some people just can't wait that whole year in between holiday seasons. They need a mid-year, like a little taste of the holidays. But I think you actually do have some ideas about how this whole sort of like concept, practice, whatever you want to call it of Christmas in July, like where did it even come from? Yes. So it is, it's funny because I, so I just recently did an episode on my own podcast about this. Uh, My friend Anna Rendell and I were talking about our favorite holiday movies in different, um, well, basically different cliches, (laughs) different categories is how we more politely put it. But we were talking about where did this even come from? Because we feel like we didn't always know about Christmas in July. And what I found with a quick Google, like I told you, this is not like a in-depth history lesson, is that it started as an activity at a girls camp on the East Coast, like decades and decades ago. Yeah. And so that's where it started. I'm sure some camp counselor was like, okay, like we've had animal <laughs> week and we've had, yes. we've had music week. What can we do? It's July. We're half a, you know, Oh, holidays, holidays, <laughs> Christmas in July. <laughs> totally. And so that is where it started. And then, of course, no one will be surprised to know that Hallmark just kind of capitalized on that yes. several years ago. I think that in July is when they they reveal their some, some of their like new ornaments for the year or something. Oh, interesting. I'm not really like, I love the movies, but I'm not up on the Hallmark uh, ornament side of things. Right, 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 right. The actual product lines. That <laughs> right, right. I, I, I could take it or leave it. But, um, and then I just think, I, I think again, as people, we do like July is when summer starts feeling hot and hard and we need something to cool down our spirits. Yes, totally. To refresh us, something to have fun with, even if it's nonsensical. And then, of course, you know, various companies and organizations just cash in on that because why not? Absolutely. I mean, if we can have, I mean, good grief, we have Columbus Day sales still. <laughs> <laughs> Any opportunity to put something on sale. Yes, 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 absolutely. And I personally, I personally still have my Christmas wreath hanging on my front door. Oh, not because I love the holidays so much, but because I just haven't taken it down. Oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> I don't have a spring wreath to replace it with. Sure. And so, hey, for the second year in a row, we're coming up on July and I'm like, well, 
I'm just early, guys. <laughs> there you go. I was just early. You were early <laughs> for Christmas in July. It's Christmas all year round, you know? Yeah. Just- yeah. It is on, on my front door. Yeah. <laughs> Again, we can put that in under the category of love what you love. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, that is so fascinating that it came from a girls camp. Absolutely. If you've ever been in charge for, of programming for kids, like vacation Bible school, a camp situation, anything where you have to come up with something to keep kids entertained, I 1000% can see just being like, okay, mm-hmm. what have we not done? Well, why not? How about the holidays? And then right. it becomes this whole thing that is hilarious to me. Um, Okay, so that's kind of a little bit of where this idea and concept came from. But let's do talk about so holiday movies in the middle of the year. You are (laughs) thumbs up or thumbs down on this? Well, I am thumbs up. Okay. I am thumbs up because I think that so many people do love holiday movies. And So not only does it give us something fun to look forward to or a way to, you know, just kick back and relax a little bit yeah. in the middle of the hectic summer. I feel like so many of us are like, oh, summer's here. We can finally relax. And that's just the opposite of what it is when you have children. Yes. It's (laughs) so busy in the summer. You're carting people around to swimming lessons and day camps. And especially now that in lots of parts of the United States, things are really opening back up. And so, whereas last summer, yeah, maybe a lot of us were camped out at home this summer. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. Summer is actually super busy. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So I think that it's fun, but I also think that one of the fun things that we probably talked about this in December, one of the fun things about the holiday movies is that it, it gives people a way to connect because I tell you what, people who love holiday movies, they love holiday movies. And when they find somebody else who does, I mean, it is like, you know, instant best friends. Right. <laughs> because you have that thing in common. Yes. Yeah, it does feel so niche, like such a like subcategory of, you know, the bigger thing of like, oh, I really love movies. And then you kind of start to talk about it's a it's to me a corollary is like when I find somebody else who really loves contemporary romance novels. And oh, yeah. it's like, okay, tell me everything you've read. Lately, you know, what did you love? What did you hate? Let's talk our favorite authors. Like there's that instant connection because it, there's a lot of people who love reading a lot, a lot, a lot of people that Mm -hmm. love reading, but then to find somebody who loves your specific thing that you love in, you know, in a category of pop culture, really, it's such a thrill and you can compare notes and all of that. Um, So as we talk about holiday movies, are you talking about more like the Hallmark holiday style movie or just anything like Home Alone, Christmas Vacation, all of the things? Well, I am, I mean, I think that you can, you can watch any of them. Yeah. I think any holiday movie that you love that makes you feel a little bit cooler. Yeah. I mean, not like cool, like we're not dorks, but (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm not delusional, but you know, something that cools down your spirits in the heat of the summer is a perfect fit. Now I will also say that the Hallmark channel and the Hallmark movies and mysteries channels don't let Christmas in July slip by unnoticed. Okay. <laughs> they have already started a few days before July. They've already started playing extra holiday movies. Oh my gosh. I love it. That's so funny. They're like, you know what? This is our thing. We're going to double down. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I mean, all of the holiday movies. It's not even July yet. Let's just start playing them now. Yes. Yes. So last year there was a, there was a holiday movie playing like round the clock 
for three or four weeks straight. That's fantastic. And so last year what I did, I was like, guys, let me help you. Yes. And so I got on my Instagram stories every day and said, okay, if you're going to watch one movie today, here's the one that you should watch. That is, what a ministry, Mary. What a a service to the people. The things I do for the people I love. (laughs) So they haven't released a whole schedule for the month, but so far I've got like three weeks planned out where I'm going to just get on stories and put up a little graphic to say, okay, here's your movie of the day. Here's what time it's on. Set your DVR or, you know, put the kids down for a nap. I'm joking about it, but I also super appreciate the fact that you do kind of do the 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 heavy lifting of going through <laughs> and being like, okay, that movie's trash. Don't even waste your time. This oh. one's darling. You have to watch it. Um, yes. Especially for people who are new to the genre, genre like I am. That's so helpful to know. Seriously. Um, I do have to say, talking about this reminds me that a couple of summers ago, I can't remember how long ago it has been now, but my twin boys got got really, really into the Home Alone franchise, the Home Alone universe. It started with the original. (laughs) And then they were like, somehow they discovered as we were looking for, I think they had just wanted to watch Home Alone. This was, again, was in the summer. They remembered, they think, of course, Kevin McAllister in his antics with trying to keep the robbers away. They still will laugh their little heads off over it. So funny to them. (laughs) But I think we were looking up on Amazon Home Alone and they saw that there's like Home Alone 2. And they're like, well, well, what's Home Alone 2? And so they watched that. And then Home Alone 3. And I think there's even a fourth one that's like not even connected to the McAllister family anymore. I think so. Yeah. (laughs) But they were so entrenched in the Home Alone universe. And I was like, this feels a little weird. Like, I feel like we should be watching these at Christmas time and just like keep it at Christmas time. But they had so much fun with it that I got to thinking like, you know, sometimes during the holidays, there's a sense of like expectation and pressure around. We have to do this. Mm -hmm. We have to do this. We have to do this. And it can kind of suck the fun out of it. But in the summer, it's like super low stakes. Like we're just sitting around. We're bored. Let's find something to watch. Why not a holiday movie? And you can actually really appreciate it without the um, sort of like bigger, higher stakes thing around it. You know what I mean? Yes. No pressure. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, I don't know why I just started thinking about their home alone kick. And then, you know, like it, it was like as with a lot of things with kids, like a switch went on and off. Like they were totally into it. They wanted to watch all mm-hmm. home alone stuff all the time. And then they were over it and they've never mentioned it again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So we've got the, the holiday movies, especially like the... Like you said, the Hallmark style holiday movie, or mm-hmm. you're like my kids, Home Alone. So that's one part of Christmas in July. But if you're not really that into the holiday movie thing, mm-hmm. what are some other ways that you could just be like, hey, we're going to do some fun. We're going to have some fun with this concept of doing a Christmas in July. What are some things that come to mind for you? Well, as I was thinking about this, I thought, you know, different people have different levels of um, or different amounts of margin, I guess, for something fun and silly in the summer. I mean, you could totally do a Christmas in July bucket list or like an advent type of countdown, just like you do in December. You could do it for the 31 days of July where you do a little activity or read a holiday book every day or something like that. But most of us, I think, are like, (laughs) please no. (laughs) I'm personally in that camp. 
So I thought there are lots of things that you could do just a one-off where like you could maybe get, you know, maybe you're halfway through the summer, your kids need new pajamas, get red and green summer jammies. Yeah. So fun. And then sit down to watch Elf or a Home Alone or a Hallmark movie, something like that. Right. Yes. I thought about kind of like what you were saying where during the actual holiday season, we do have this checklist and we have the pressure and it's so hectic. I thought, why don't we make our special holiday foods in July? Oh my gosh, that's so smart. For example, and I'm not committing to this, should my family hear me, (laughs) I only make cinnamon rolls from scratch around the holidays. Okay. I don't do this on a regular basis, but I could do it for Christmas in July. I could do that, hypothetically. Yeah, that's so, I love that. There are definitely foods that are just the, they speak to your family of Mm -hmm. the holidays. I'm thinking of my mother made every Christmas when we were growing up, um, what she called Christmas salad. It's, I think other people might call it like an ambrosia salad. It's basically fruit and it's like the canned fruit, like canned mandarin Mm -hmm. oranges, maraschino cherries, um, grapes, if you can find them. Um, at, at Christmas time. Um, and then it's like in a marshmallow cream base. And then the, you put the whole marshmallow, like the mini marshmallows in and it's refrigerated. Oh, yeah. um, it's so sweet. Like my teeth hurt thinking about how sweet <laughs> it is. It's like, it's cavity bait for sure. It's so sweet. Mm-hmm. It's not healthy, but it is a fruit salad and it is refrigerated. Right? So that could be a lot of fun to make during July just to be like, hey, let's have like, you could even do like a little mini, you know, like here's some of our favorite holiday foods. Just do like a little meal with it. Christmas. In yes. July. Yes. You totally could. There's nothing stopping you from that. I love it. That is so fun. And especially if you do have kids, I think they will be blown away by the concept. Like you mean it's not Christmas, but we can have cinnamon <laughs> rolls. Oh my gosh. Right. Right. <laughs> or I mean, really like you could make Christmas cookies. Yes. You could do, you could do holiday crafting. Or if you wanted to go a little bit bigger, which is our plan for this year, you could have a Christmas in July party. Yes. Okay. Tell me more about that. So we talked about this, my girls and I did last summer, but you know, the world was just still very shut down and we weren't sure what was safe or appropriate or healthy for our our community. Mm -hmm. So we put a pin in it, but this year... Um, I told my, my 13 year old that she can invite some friends over and we're going to do, we'll have, I bought them last year, but I have white water balloons Okay, as snowballs. <gasps> oh snowball my fight. gosh. That's so fun. So fun. And I'm hoping to get some red or pink pool noodles mm. and then turn them into candy canes. Oh, cute. I love it. Set out. We'll see. That's that's kind of crafty. And then we talked about doing a frozen hot chocolate bar. Oh, that's so fun. I was thinking of like different foods and stuff that you could do that feel really Christmassy. And I was like, but do people really want to drink hot chocolate? But a frozen hot chocolate mm-hmm. bar? Okay. Yes. Sign me up for that. Yes. Yeah. And then I did buy, it was on sale. I bought a small movie projector Okay. that you can use outside. But of course, July, I mean, July in Missouri, July in Oklahoma, it's so hot. Yeah, hot and muggy. So <laughs> we may just, you know, bring the kids inside to watch a movie if they want to. Yeah. But those are our big plans. You know, of course, we'll probably play Christmas music and 
if I'm really ambitious, hang out, you know, some Christmas lights in front of the garage or something. Right. Oh my gosh. That sounds like so much fun. And you know, I think that teenagers especially, they love a theme. Our girls, their past few birthday parties have all been really theme oriented. And so Mm -hmm. I think that that could be so fun to do. And it's unexpected. It's not something, you know, that is like the usual. So I think they could totally get into that. That sounds like so much fun. Um, You mentioned something that is, that again, made me think of something that happened to me in the past. And you said like, that's kind of crafty. And Mm -hmm. I thought about how uh, this has been years ago. I walked into Hobby Lobby and it was August. Um, It wasn't July, but it was August. And they fully, fully had their Christmas tree and ornament section all out. The trees, the lights, everything. And I like mentioned it. I think I put it on my personal Instagram. Like, Mm -hmm. come on, Hobby Lobby. It's only August or something like that. And I got so many messages from people who are like, well, yes, first of all, you're right. It is August. It's a little early for Christmas (laughs) decorations. But people who are crafters who make a lot of Mm -hmm. their Christmas or holiday gifts to give, they actually are starting right now in August to put their Christmas plans together, get their supplies together. And so Hobby Lobby, obviously, that's going to be a place where crafters are. Um, They are like, okay, come on in. Let's start Christmas now. And so um, it kind of got me thinking, I would bet there probably are people who are kind of like, you know, it's July. It's time to start planning for Christmas. Yes. Yes. I will tell you, when we talked about doing this episode, I, of course, had to go to Pinterest to see what um, people more clever than me had to, had to offer on this topic. And I was surprised by how many like blog posts <laughs> I clicked on that were saying, now's the time uh-huh. to start making your holiday to-do list. Yeah. <laughs> like, Not even crafting. You know, Are you talking about like regular? Oh. Well, I, I would assume like it does make sense for crafters, especially ones who are like small businesses, entrepreneurs yeah, yeah, yeah. who are selling their stuff. But uh, no. No, there are people who this month will be like, they're going to be creating their bucket list, not for July, like, oh, no. their real bucket list for December. Oh, and they're, yes. they're, you know, they're, they're to do, I, as some people really get into the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. And so it makes sense. Why not plan in advance? That's not, I do love planning. Yeah. Yeah. This particular angle is not for me, but if it is for you, I think that's fun. I do do it. I do. I can see how, well, first of all, I admire and I want so much Mary (laughs) in my heart. I want to be that person, all other holiday activities aside, I want to be that person that like going into the fall is like, my Christmas shopping is done. Oh my gosh. I've got it all. I got the list. I checked it off. I've got it ready to wrap, or maybe it's already wrapped. I can't imagine being that person, but to like go into, let's say October and being like, yeah, I did it. I've got everything ready for Christmas. I, I want to live in that reality. I have, I'm 44. I have yet to make that happen. (laughs) I can't even imagine what that must be like. Yes. what leads you to that point where you are so prepared? No, I want to be there. <laughs> me too. Me too. I am not there in the slightest. But I will say I feel a little bit inspired yes. by this conversation. I think, okay, well, it, it would be good maybe to take half an hour in the summer yeah, before you're even into any of it. Right. Yes. Before school starts. Yeah. 
you know, or your next season at work starts, uh, you know, just to take a little bit of time to think, okay, what are my priorities? Yes. And what do I need to do to get there? Yeah. And then maybe you're a little bit more prepared. I don't know. I mean, honestly, you could even like, you could wrap this all together. Like um, if you do a Christmas in July party, or if you do have like a little special Christmas meal in the middle of July, you could bring your kids into it. And you could like, while you have the energy and the momentum, but and you're thinking holiday stuff, yes. that might be the perfect time. I've never done this before. I'm just like, kind of like imagining it in my <laughs> mind though. It might be the perfect time to sit down and be like, before we get into the chaos that we know mm-hmm. now, all of us, I mean, like it used to kind of start at Halloween. I feel like it's even pre-Halloween now as stores and consumerism, commercialism starts to push us further and further back. I feel like it starts to feel really intense even earlier, but there's nothing intense about the middle of July except for the heat. So um, it might be the perfect time to like with a clear head, really sit Mm -hmm. down and think about like what feels realistic, what, what sounds like would be fun. Let's do start looking forward to, you know, kids love to have something to look forward to. And honestly, it's good for adults too to have something yes. to look forward to. You could even think about like, what do we want our holidays to look like this year and kind of walk it back. So like by November, we're going to, you know, be ready to do this or, you know, mm-hmm. it maybe it is doing the Christmas shopping early this year or whatever, but you could kind of like package it all up with a little Christmas packaging and just like kind of do it all <laughs> together to get ready for holidays. Yeah, that's a great, that is a great idea. I think that that is smart and feels doable. Yeah. Yeah. We could do that. Yes. Yeah. And I I think another thing too, that I love about this idea of Christmas in July is if you do have kids at home in the summer and you have been kind of lightly trying to keep them entertained by Truly, and it goes back to the whole girls camp thing. By July, you're kind of like, okay, what can we do now? I think that the timing is so right to do something that's just so out of the ordinary. Yes. Yes. And that that is exactly what my summer calendar looks like. It's so heavily weighted to the beginning of the summer. And so, you know, like this week, one daughter has theater camp. And next week, another daughter has science camp. And then we're on vacation. And then we have crickets. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. There's just that long stretch into the school year, which our school year, I don't know if a lot of districts are like this, but ours starts a little bit later than normal this year. Okay. Yeah. And so, yes, having some crazy, unexpected, fun thing to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I am so thankful that you brought this. Truly, this is such an awesome idea. I really do think whether or not you have kids, even if you don't have kids, but you just, you yourself want something to, that's like a little treat. You could totally make yourself a frozen hot chocolate bar um, (laughs) and settle in on the couch to watch some of your favorite holiday movies with nobody interrupting you, no pressure, no holiday parties to get to anything like that. And just treat yourself to a little holiday fun. Yes. Well, and yeah, it doesn't have to revolve around kids. I mean, you could do, you know, drinks on the patio and order something that looks, you know, red or green or yeah, totally. You could, you could have your, you know, have a couple friends over to make whatever Christmas craft you want to give as gifts later this year. Or I'm going to put a plug in for this because it's my favorite thing you can have a virtual movie watch party. Okay. How do you so do you that? So you can use, 
Okay, so there's this, it's an extension in Google Chrome. It's called Teleparty. Oh, and you can use it with Netflix. You can use it with Hulu. I think Disney Plus. And then separately, Amazon Prime has its own way of doing this. So you all watch the TV, the same movie. Oh my gosh. At the same time. And then you have like a chat on the side. And so it's like you had a movie watch party. Oh my gosh. That's so fun. I absolutely Super fun. love it. Yeah. I had not heard of that, but I will find a link for it and put it in the show notes if people want to go check it out. And if it's just a, a Chrome extension, that sounds super easy to do. Yes. Do. Yes, it is. I've been doing it. Actually, I've been hosting one every week since last year and it is, it's my favorite thing. Loving it. Well, Mary, thank you so much for this little shot of inspiration because here we are, we're right at the beginning of July and truly July July can feel like it just spreads out like so much for so many people. I am so into this idea of bringing a little jingle bell fun to this (laughs) month. You have tons of great ideas that you're sharing on your social media, on your podcast. Remind the awesomes if they um, have not connected with you yet, where we can find you all around the web. Okay. Well, my website is marycarver.com. I'm at Mary Carver on all all the socials. And then My podcast is called The Couch with Mary Carver, and it can be found on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Awesome. And of course, we will have links to all of Mary's stuff in the show notes for today. Awesome. Do you know if you want to find me on social media, you can find me at Sorta Awesome Meg, and you can find Sorta Awesome basically anywhere just by searching Sorta Awesome. So Mary, thank you again so much for taking the time and coming to visit and helping me kick off our Extra Awesome series again. Yes. Thank you for having me on the show again. It was so fun to talk with you. So great. Awesome. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see y'all next time. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.